just some words of advice. If you're getting used to and accustomed to all the strange things going on, then maybe you're a part of the problem. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Thursday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Voice is a little weak today. It was stronger yesterday, but we're making progress. So just keep me in your prayers. We're going to try to get through today's program. I do have a lot of things that I want to share. So I hope you can put up with the bitter raspiness. I feel great. And I do know things are slowly getting better. And, and for those that are wondering what happened, the surgery about three weeks ago, a little over three weeks now, caused some, well, irritation to the vocal cords. They said it would take yeah, six weeks or better before it really clears up. And it's beginning to clear up pretty good now. Like I say, overall, I really feel pretty good. We've been working hard, my wife and myself, over at this church building not far from where we live here in Southwest Virginia. And I will tell you that some of the electrical wiring and the lighting, the building was built in 1979, and I don't think there was a whole lot of code enforcement going on. So I'm having to kind of rewire things correctly so they're coming up to code have a lot of lighting fixtures in the sanctuary all of them are going to have to be upgraded the material should be in my hands by the end of this week and there's a lot to be done it's going to probably take me better part of a week to change them all out but i think it's worth it we're trying to build something give you sanctuary not not just those that are locally nearby the building but i want this church to be something that impacts people's lives well beyond the four walls i know there are a lot of church services you can see on tv or online i get it but i want this service that we put together to really to really be a church for those that do not have one. And you don't feel like you're a stranger when you watch. We'll talk more about it as the days and weeks uh, go by. But I'm excited about the opportunity. And, And I really believe, it was funny, the other day, we've been working on the building on and off over the last, oh, several days. And people in that little neighborhood have stopped by to talk to us. And we're finding that people missed having a small church in that little community. There are not that many homes there. This building was built in 1978, about the time that all the little houses were built in that little tiny subdivision on a little road that's really a circle. And people that lived in that neighborhood could walk to church or send their children to Sunday school or church. And I'm hoping this small congregation, and and as I look for people that live within, let's say, a two or three minute drive or a five minute drive, 
you wonder, based on today's statistics, how many unchurched people are there close by? How many would be interested in such a church? And how do we best reach them? And so I've got that on my plate as well. Now, I opened the program today with a question. If you're beginning to get so used to the weirdness, accepting, kind of like, yeah, whatever, then you're becoming a part of the problem. And something that I've believed in for many, many, many years is incremental change. All the things that the media, the leftists in our world are demanding we accept, if they had said 50 years ago, we need to accept all of this right now, the pushback would have been massive, absolutely massive. Can you imagine somebody saying that schools should be allowed to talk to your elementary school child? Maybe they're in the wrong body. Maybe Johnny's really Julie. Maybe Mary's really Mark. And we don't want to tell the parents, but we'll get it fixed. We'll work with those children because we control the children in the public school. And increasingly, public schools are becoming extremely hostile, not just to conservatives, but in particular, people of faith. Now, I know it's not everywhere. I can find exceptions in small town South Carolina, small town Virginia, small town Georgia, and I'm certain small town Florida. But even small towns are not immune. One of the things that too many Christians have failed to do in terms of civic responsibility, especially those who have children, is to pay attention to what the school boards are doing. We have school boards all over the United States that are inherently demonic and evil. Oh, Bob, you're just making that stuff up. They're they're not demon-filled. You want to bet? There are school boards where the members, with total agreement, do not like Christians. They're afraid of people of faith, and they make ridiculous and false claims. Understand that Merrick Garland, who is the Attorney General of the United States, is no friend of conservatives and is an enemy to Christians, period. He's an enemy of the cross. As far as I'm concerned, he's an agent, whether he knows it or not, of the Antichrist or possessed by the spirit of Antichrist. When you send 20-some-odd FBI agents to a family man's house with children at 6 in the morning with long guns, ready, throwing people around, busting the door down, and what was the crime? A crime that the state of Pennsylvania refused to even look at. The guy was praying in a place you're allowed to 
across the street from an abortion clinic. And one of the escorts for the abortion clinic came over and started to harass his 12-year-old son. In his face, cursing, screaming, making fun of them. And the father kept telling the guy to get away from my son. And finally, he pushed him away. And for that crime, Merrick Garland, the reprobate who's in charge of the Department of Injustice, wanted to put him in prison for 11 years. Thankfully, cooler heads have prevailed. But that is the sick individual that is in charge of the Justice Department. And then he's got a little flunky who needs to be fired as well, Christopher Wray at the FBI. What is he doing there? I know that he got there during the Trump administration, but his true colors have shown. He needs to be removed from that position at the FBI. He needs to have all of his law enforcement credentials canceled. And he needs to be held accountable, potentially sued for the damage he's done, the lies that he has told. He's lied to Congress. You know, that that gets people put in jail if you're lying to Democrats. But I guess if you're lying to conservatives, it doesn't. Christopher Ray needs to be fired. Merrick Garland needs to be investigated, charged, and potentially put in prison for the rest of his natural life for all the evil he has done to this nation. They protect the pedophile class. They come after Christians, any opportunity they get. Now, here's a story from the state of Arizona. And this is the Washington Elementary School District. They just had a unanimous vote. And this public school district in Arizona says they will no longer hire student teachers from a Christian university. Now, let me say that again. They're cutting ties with this Christian university. And it's not like a close vote. It was unanimous. It was all of them on this board. Washington Elementary School District. Now, understand, they have been dealing with this university for 11 years and have never once in the 11-year history had any issues of any kind. Now, I want you to understand something. There are not that many people on a school board. I mean, really, there's not. In looking at a video of this school board, there are five members to this school board. Five, three of the five school board members. Now, listen to me carefully. Three of the five consider themselves gay. In other words, they they identify as members of the LGBTQ community. She wears cat ears. I, I kid you not. She identifies as bilingual, disabled, neurodivergent, and a queer black Latina. I'm saying this is a school board member.
for elementary schools. And she's one of three of the five members of that board that identify as members of the LGBTQ community. That means if this board was representative of the community, I guess it's they're 60% gay. And this school board unanimously voted to, to break the ties with this Christian school that has never given them any trouble of any kind, has never tried to proselytize, has never tried to get between a parent and a child. But see, they hate the school for one reason. They have a strong commitment to Christian convictions at the school. And for that, for that, they want to destroy this relationship. You know, over 100 students have served that elementary school over the past 10, 11 years. No trouble. But see, the hatred for Christians today, this decision to ban these students from Arizona Christian University is rooted in only one thing, a hatred of Christians. Hatred, hate, anger. They don't like hanging around Christians because it convicts them of their sin. They don't want to be reminded that they're living in sin. They want to believe that they are normal. They want to believe that everybody's gay. Everybody's trans. Everybody's screwed up like they are. These three of the five, LGBTQ, and then the other two idiots that voted with them. And you know how we got this in this way? Christians aren't running for school boards. They let other people do it. They're too busy with whatever. It is the activist community that wants to control your child that is taking over school boards and the entire educational process. And we're letting it happen. I, I, school board member Kyle Clayton, who says he's gay, doesn't want educators to teach through any kind of a biblical lens. Not that they are, but the fact that these people hold to those values deep in their heart. In other words, Washington Elementary School District is openly discriminating against Christians in Arizona. And what was really telling was this one individual with what she had to say. Tamila Valenzuela is her name. Like I said, she wears cat ears, identifies as bilingual, disabled, neurodivergent, a neurodivergent queer black Latino. That's a lot to take in. But that's what she claims she is. And this is what she, I guess she's a she, she's a, I guess her pronouns are she, you never know. This is what, well, this is what she or it or whatever has to say. Our vision 
in Washington Elementary School District is committed to achieving excellence for every child, every day, every opportunity. Every child. When I go to Arizona Christian University's website, and I'm taking this directly from their website, above all else, be committed to Jesus Christ, accomplishing his will and advancing his kingdom on earth as in heaven. Part of their values is influence, engage, and transform the culture with truth by promoting the biblically informed values that are foundational to Western civilization, including the centrality of family, traditional sexual morality, and lifelong marriage between one man and one woman. I want to know how bringing people from an institution that is ingrained in their values that will very directly, one, impact three of your board members who are a part of the LGBTQ community. We have added our pronouns at the dais as a a solidarity to let our LGBT community know that we stand in making sure that they feel protected. Are we only performing performative solidarity or are we going to dig deep and actually look at the partnerships that we're doing? Now, let me be clear about a couple of things. I know that was hard to listen to. She can't read her own speech. She stumbles over her own words. And it's obvious that she believes in every evil and sick thing on the planet. My preferred pronouns. We put our pronouns up here on the signs, just so you know. Just so you know that even though I'm a woman, I might want to identify as a man. This is the silly nonsense. People laugh at it, but it's serious. 20 years ago, the idea of transgenderism was something that nobody ever talked about because it didn't exist. The only way it can exist is if somebody is getting to impressionable young people to challenge their gender identity. And that's what's happening in many public schools. Florida got in the bullseye of Disney for a while. When they passed a bill signed by the governor to say, you do not talk about sex, gender fluidity, or any of this stuff to kids third grade and and younger. It doesn't belong in preschool, kindergarten, first, second, or third grade. That sent people at Disney, in the LGBTQ community, wherever, they went ballistic and started to lie about the bill. They called it the don't say gay bill. Nothing of the sort. 
It just said, do not expose young children in the public schools to things that should be taught by their parents. These kids are not yours to indoctrinate. Teachers resigned and quit their jobs. You want to know why? Because they're demonically possessed, and if they can't get to your kids, they'll go somewhere else to get to kids. The Bible says they'd be better off with a millstone around their neck and thrown into the sea. School boards have been infiltrated all over the United States, particularly in blue states and blue counties and blue cities. With these perverted, evil, satanically inspired, dangerous individuals whose hatred of anything decent and good, they want to destroy it. They want the ability in junior and senior high to to escort your child to an abortion clinic if they should be pregnant and you never know about it. Cult of death, cult of destruction, cult of confusion. And we have systematically allowed over 50 years for school boards, teachers, colleges, to be co-opted by Satan himself for the destruction of kids. I've been saying for 25 plus years. Now remember, I lived in, in small town Georgia for years, so I never worried much about the schools. There was never anything. I knew the teachers. They were in our community in our churches. But today it's getting different even in small town America. One by one, people going into the teaching profession have ulterior motives. I know there's still some decent people out there. And something else that has grown exponentially in 50 years, administrative staff Let me say that again. Administrative staff. Now, when I went to high school, we were living in a small town in upstate New York. And there was a little tiny board of education building. And when I say little and tiny, I mean little and tiny. Probably had two or three people working there at best. And then you had this little elected board that gathered occasionally to to meet and vote at the high school at the high school we had a principal we had an assistant principal who was also a teacher he was a math teacher I had him twice in two different math classes a very good teacher I might add too ex-marine served in World War II but had a heart of gold and loved his students, and he really cared. We had a secretary in the office, and we had a school nurse. That's pretty much all we had in this high school of about 700 students. 
That's a lot of students. But there was no huge, oh yeah, we had a guidance counselor. Take that back. We also had a guidance counselor that helped you choose colleges and life pathways and courses. Mr. Redout, his name comes to mind. And he was also one of the part-time gym teachers, besides being a guidance counselor. That's the way it was over 50 years ago when I was in high school. Educationally, our standards were high. Morally, our standards were, well, there's no compromise. You didn't talk about transgender, gay stuff, even sexuality. You just didn't do it. But today, the schools have become intellectual and spiritual sewers. And we let it happen. And it happened quietly, slowly, and incrementally. Evil doesn't care if it takes 500 years to get to the goal. Those that are demonically possessed will do their job willingly. And know that someday, the full plan will come to fruition. Those that started to grab these schools in the late 1970s and into the 80s and 90s and 2000s up till today, many that started the process are long retired or passed away. And it just gets worse and worse with each passing year. Now, one other question. Why do grown, perverted men want to dress as women, look bizarre, and then read storytime books to little children? What parent in the right mind takes their impressionable three, four, and five-year-old to see a drag queen read anything? These are sexually perverted individuals. They're demonic and they're sick. And parents are flocking to it. We've lost a generation of parents who don't care about their kids or they, or they think it's all normal. They've been so deceived. And you wonder why I've been a proponent of getting your kids out of public education. If we can't fix it, then get them out and do not touch the unclean thing. These places are becoming increasingly dangerous and evil. Then we have the gender confusion. And I've played a number of audio clips on this program over the past several months of actual teachers and what these actual teachers have to say about children. There's this one who's, I can't remember, is it a guy becoming a gal or a gal becoming a guy? I can't, it doesn't make any difference. But this is a second grade teacher who thinks that about a third of he or she or they or whatever the pronoun is, class, is all transgender and needs to be helped because their parents are not going to help them. So I'm going to help. I'm going to help them figure out that they're in the wrong body. 
and get them on a path that someday between chemical castration and irreversible surgery, we're going to fix the problem. And hopefully their parents may never know. This is not godly. This is not normal. This is not decent. This is destructive, evil, and satanic. And not to be political, but it seems that the Democrats that run the White House think it's all normal. But then again, those in the White House are sick, evil, demonically inspired reprobates. God will severely judge those individuals, not me, God will. They'll be held accountable. Maybe not in this life, but they're going to be held accountable. And parents and grandparents, if your children are in public schools, you need to find out about your school board, your teachers, and where do they stand on these particular issues. One of the things about I'll get to that in a moment. But I want you to hear the nonsense that is out there that says that transgender women are really biologic women because their brain says they're women, even though their body says they're not. Just like the, you know, here's something else. All these transgender guys becoming women that then compete in in athletic sports with an unfair advantage. This is delusional. They're living a lie. They are not women. They're thoroughly confused and mentally sick men or spiritually damaged individuals. Listen to some of this incredible silliness. Transgendered women are biologically women, though, in their brain. It's just the body didn't match up, okay? And there's scientific proof of this. I have a clip following, uh, so you can watch it. Um, And this is why we need the distinction between cisgendered and transgendered, because biologically, we're the same. But the rest of it... Okay, that's about all I can take of that particular audio clip. The woman is seriously mentally deficient. Something terribly wrong with her to be believing and claiming there's science behind it. You know, yeah, the same science. You want to talk about science? Science has been perverted for money for a long time. Really perverted. We've watched it. We've watched it happen. Science, logic, history, all have been co-opted, changed, and destroyed for the sake of an ideology. And all of this works to undo the family, undo biblical foundations. What is right is now wrong. What is wrong is now right which leads us into bondage, eternal bondage. It's all part of a strong demonic plan. Now, I've got a few more stories to share. I'll do that on the other side of the break. 
But I wanted you to hear some of that in the beginning of this program. And maybe you'll understand, maybe you'll understand why I'm so deeply concerned where we are heading to as a nation here in the United States, Canada, United Kingdom. Got a couple of stories from the United Kingdom and they, they may seem implausible and laughable to you today here in the United States, but it's coming here. And I'll explain why in a moment. Listen, do you believe in the mission and ministry of Truth to Ponder? I need to hear from you. I need to hear from you to, to keep on the radio. I believe in shortwave. We've been on it since the very beginning. We're staying on it. I'm not going to just quit, run away, and pretend I'm just a podcast like others have done. They look at how much money they make. Well, I look at how much ministry we get. Thankfully, I'm not in the business of trying to make money. I'm in the business of getting the information out to you. Yes, on radio, as a podcast, and other things to be added soon. If you can help us out, would you consider making a check payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, Mail it to Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319. That's 24319. Or go to our website. You can support us from there as well. Truth, the number two ponder.com. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. Bowing knots. The Secret of Mordechai. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn. Your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. We continue with the Purim Mysteries. It's the time for Purim. In the, in the book of Esther, it revolves around the plot of Haman to destroy the Jewish people. But that began with the action, not of Haman, but of Mordechai. See, it's written that all the king's servants were at the king's gate. They bowed down to Haman, and the king commanded it. But Mordechai bowed not, nor paid homage. Mordechai bowed not. Now, Haman was so enraged that he vowed to destroy Mordechai's people, the Jewish people. Now, the Bible tells God's people to bow down, to bow down in worship and reverence before God. It's real important to know how to bow down, but it's also real important to know how not to bow. See, God's people not only have to bow down before God, they also must specifically refuse to bow down before the world, before the gods of the world, before idols, before the enemy. See, to bow down to the enemy is to dishonor God. The enemy wants you to bow down before him. Look how he tried to make Messiah bow down. He wants you to do the same thing. He wants you to bow in honor, to bow in submission and, and, and defeat, to bow down by submitting to that sin and that bondage, that temptation, to surrender the darkness and, and be depressed. In fact, the word used in Hebrew for what Mordecai refused to do, bow, also means to be subdued and to be depressed. Well, he refused to, just like Daniel did. So listen, my friend, bow down to the Lord, but bow not to the enemy, not to the temptation, not to the idol, not to the world, not to the sin, not to the fear, not to depression, not to that bitterness for those who bow not are those who will stand. 
Now, how'd you like to receive special daily meditations, teachings with the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus to give you victory for every day of your week and updates on Israel prophecy, free subscription to Sapphires and the incredible mystery of the temple doors all free. You'll love it. How do you get it? Easy. Just remember Jesus's real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 for your free gifts. You will be blessed, but call now. It's 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to join me in the Great Commission to bring salvation back to the Jewish people and to reach uh, a countless people of every nation, tribes, and tongue. It's amazing. Imagine you could blanket the earth with salvation. You can. With shortwave radio, we do it every week. You can too. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1, Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct, the nice Jewish boy at Box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. That's Box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. Until next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Bow down not, my friend, except to God. Shalom Menachem, peace be to you in Messiah. Sar Shalom, the Prince of Peace. is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder for a Thursday. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Once again, my voice is is getting a little stronger. It is a little weak today. It's kind of up and down. It's healing slowly. Having a little time off yesterday helped, but it was a busy morning before getting ready to do this radio program, and I had to use my voice eh, a bit more than I planned. Got a few things I'll be updating before the end of the program today. And uh, with this ministry and other things that are going on that you need to know. Now, I reminded you in the first segment that some of the things that occur in Europe and the United Kingdom, we can laugh at them, they can seem bizarre to us, but in time, it always drifts across the pond ends up in Canada and then the United States. Years before 2015, when same-sex marriage was made the law of the land by the Supreme Court, these kind of relationships were occurring in Europe. And we would say, I heard it so many times, oh, that'll never happen here. Matter of fact, even Bill Clinton signed the Defense of Marriage Act. (laughs) No, it was a political expedience act at the time because Americans were not quite ready. So ride the wave. Look like you really care. Once again, evil will wait a little longer. And it only had to wait less than 20 years to 2015. We know what happened. In the United Kingdom, a guy by the name of David McConnell was arrested and ready for this, convicted under the nation's counterterrorism laws. Let me say that again. David McConnell, who's a street preacher in the United Kingdom, was arrested and convicted under the nation's counterterrorism laws. And he's been assigned to a probation officer who considers McConnell 
to be persistently and illegally taking an extreme point of view. And for having this extreme point of view, he's considered a terrorist in the United Kingdom. So what is his great crime? Is he burning down buildings? Is he threatening public officials? Is he planning for an insurrection? I mean, what, what, what did he do? McConnell in 2021 was preaching to a group of people when he was approached by a trans woman, which is a biological male in drag, dressed like a woman. And this preacher, David McConnell, shared his opinion that he thought that homosexuality and all of this was an abomination in the sight of God. Well, that was enough to get him arrested. He's a terrorist now because he's going up against the LGBTQ mafia, satanically inspired, demonically possessed, delusional individuals that now have control of all the levers of government in the United Kingdom. They run scared. The Democrat Party at the federal level in the United States, for the most part, has been thoroughly infiltrated and co-opted by these demonic hordes. And what really got him in trouble was McConnell referred to this trans woman as a gentleman. That was too much. And that caused his arrest. Now, we laugh at some of the silliness we hear with all this transgender nonsense. But there's serious millions of dollars of money to be made by the reprobates who don't care if they butcher a child up to turn a boy into a girl or a girl into a boy. There are young women, 14 and 15, that have had mastectomies. They're damaged for life that now at 17 and 18 thoroughly regret their decision. Many states are trying to make it illegal. But the Democrats in Washington want to overturn all that. Because they are the they are they become the party of Satan himself. I'm trying not to be and, and the Republicans, half of them are no better. Mitch McConnell, rhino, fool, idiot, worthless, leader of the Republicans in the Senate. The man is despicable. The man's a liar. The man's a fraud. I don't trust half of the Republicans in the Senate, and I don't I don't trust half of the Republicans in the House. And the half that I do trust, I have some doubts about. The Uniparty. They keep us divided on certain things for a purpose. So we're so busy fighting among ourselves, we don't see all the other damage that they're doing to us. This entire transgender LGBTQ ideology being shoved down our throats has a twofold purpose to demoralize us and divide us. 
and also keep us busy so we don't see the rest of the evil they're doing to us. We as Christians need to take back our school boards, our local governments, our state governments, and our federal government. We can play their game too. Run for school board. If you don't think you, if you think you're outnumbered, then we, you, as Christians, we need to gather together. I'll talk about this in a couple of minutes, and find ways of educating our children. And trust me, trust me. Without a whole lot of effort and expense, you can provide a vastly better educational experience to a child than the garbage in most of our public schools. I want you to listen to this nonsense that comes out of a public service video about pronouns. You're going to be gradually pushed to accept using somebody's preferred pronouns or you're going to be criticized, ostracized, canceled, like they're already doing in England and Canada, it's coming rapidly to the United States. Here's an article about people sharing their names and also their pronouns. What's up with that? Well, a lot of my friends have started sharing their pronouns. And actually, I have too. Oh, but I don't get it. What's the point? Look, you can't always assume a person's gender or pronouns from that person's name or appearance. Those assumptions aren't always right. You know that, don't you? I guess. So, you mean like transgender people? Well, yeah, sometimes I guess. You can't tell who's transgender and who isn't based on appearances. And well, sometimes women with short hair and a whole lot of other people have assumptions made about them. I get that. And some of my friends are neither men nor women. They're non-binary. And some simply go by pronouns you couldn't guess. Sure, but for most people, I can guess. And I'll guess it right. Listen, that sends a wrong message that you have to look a certain way to go by certain pronouns. Oh, so people share their pronouns because you can't always tell by their appearance. Yeah, and sharing invites other people to share, so you don't have to just guess. Oh, okay, that, that makes sense. Now remember, these kind of PSAs and videos, they are becoming more and more common. I shared one a couple of months back, put out by the Department of the Navy, the United States Navy, where they're trying to tell their sailors to be sure to use somebody's correct pronouns. You can't assume that that woman is really a woman. It could be a man because they identify as one. Or that man really could be a woman. I mean, look, in the United States Navy, we have Admiral Rachel, Richard Levine. I don't wanna, I'm not going to call Richard Rachel. I'm not going to feed his delusion. Ever, ever. This man, number one, should be suspended, have his medical license suspended because he's a danger to healthy people. He believes in this delusional nonsense 
that gender is fluid. He is a man who is married for years, had children. And one day, out of nowhere, he woke up and decided... Man, I feel like a woman. Now remember, this individual from Pennsylvania was in charge of health in that state. He became well-known to all of us during the pandemic. He's the guy that moved his mother out of the nursing home before the state of Pennsylvania started putting COVID-infected patients in the nursing homes. What did he know? Notice I said he. I'm sorry, I'm not playing your delusional game, Richard. I refuse to. You're a man. You're born a man. You are a man. You will die a man. No matter what your mental illness is telling you. And the fact you have an idiot governor like Wolf who put him in charge of things and let him stay in charge of stuff. And now Joe Biden chooses him as the assistant health secretary. I'm not going to play the audio cut today. I just I just can't bring myself to even bother. I can't stand to hear his voice, his male voice, pretending he's a woman. Arguing with the United States Senate about transgender care for children. And he never answers a single question. He will not do it. Because if he ever honestly answered a question, you'd find out what a reprobate and liar he truly is. Because none of what he believes in is logical. None of what he believes in is scientific. None of what he believes in is biologically feasible. In order to have something of a transgender issue in a healthy biological boy or girl, let me say it again, in a healthy biological boy or girl. It has to be mental illness. And you don't treat mental illness by butchering a human body. I really believe that transgenderism, I'm going to take it a step farther. You can laugh at me. I don't care. You can believe these people are men that think they're boy, that think they're girls or whatever. They're perverts when they want to go into the girls' room. They still have all their male appendage. It is beyond mental illness. It is demonic delusion. And this delusion is being pushed on young, impressionable children that don't know any better. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. You have public school educators. You have people teaching in colleges and universities. You have doctors and surgeons and healthcare professionals. Our healthcare, our healthcare in the United States is in big trouble. It is so easily bought out by the money interest, whether it's big pharma or big transgender surgery now. 
And Big Pharma can get in there and tell a hospital, you can't give a heart transplant unless that person's vaccinated. We're going to make sure everybody takes our shot and we can double and triple our profits. Reprobates. Total, absolute reprobates. Our healthcare system is a shadow of what it once was. And so Richard Levine runs around pretending he's a woman admiral in the health corps. Admiral Levine. What a joke. He makes a mockery, and I hate to say it, of the United States Navy. Every time he parades around in that uniform, he is mocking the United States Navy. And the fact that the United States Navy is pushing videos out to their recruits and their staff, their sailors, to be sure to use the correct pronoun shows how intellectually and morally bankrupt the leadership in the Pentagon has become. We are incapable of fighting a war, I truly believe. We have diminished and destroyed our military from inside. We've been doing it consistently for almost 30 years. Name the last war that we have won in the United States with our our great military, with all its hardware, all its armament, all its weaponry, all its training, all its bravado, all the money that has been spent. When is the last war the United States won? Victory over Japan, 1945. Before that, victory over Germany. Also, 1945. That's it. Korea's a stalemate. Vietnam, we left embarrassingly. And it fell. Same with Iraq and even Afghanistan. Yeah, we watched that exit a couple of years ago. What a disaster. People died. And we gave billions of dollars in weaponry to our enemy. And now we're funding a war with Russia. And the propagandist of the Democrats and the Republicans are lying to you. They're all protecting the money laundering operation. I mentioned this before. Think about this, please. Open your mind for just a second. We send billions of dollars to Ukraine in so-called aid. And for some reason, Ukraine felt they should take millions of our U.S. taxpayer dollars and they invested it last summer and fall in FTX. Sam Bankman-Fried's now defunct cryptocurrency exchange. And Sam Bankman-Fried suspiciously gave a pretty much equal amount to Democrat candidates for the 2022 election. (laughs) Of course, it's a money laundering operation. Your third-rate failed, your third-rate R-rated comedian and bit part actor is now the president of Ukraine. It's not like he stopped being an actor and spent years 
getting into politics. No, he just jumped from being, I'm almost afraid to say this. The guy's funniest thing, so they tell me, and I've seen the video. I don't think it's funny. I think it's sick. Pretending he's playing the piano with his male member. It's supposed to be funny. He's an actor playing the part of an actor, pretending he's the president of Ukraine. He's turned Ukraine into a dictatorship that shuts down churches. Imprisons those that dissent him or disagree. Kind of sounds like Biden. We know the videos getting out about January 6th, the so-called U.S. insurrection. What a fraud that was. And a couple of Republicans that were on that committee need to be removed from the Republican Party forever. They should be disowned, they should be publicly humiliated, and they should never be allowed to stand to run in the Republican Party. Liz Cheney is one of them. Despicable individual. She and her daddy make money off war. That's why they love Ukraine. Money, money, money. It's all about the money. Transgenderism, LGBTQ, all of the built-in lies to divide us, to mess with us, ruin our children, demoralize us. Makes us easier to take over when you give up. That's why I said at the beginning of the program, if you're willing to accept this, then you are now a part of the problem. We have to do something. Tomorrow, I'm going to share some ideas about how we can educate children, how we can build community, churches. Maybe even your church could use revival. Maybe your church just needs praying for. Maybe your church has lost its way. Maybe you have no church. We'll talk about that too. I am doing these projects to build church community online, on the radio, and even to build homeschool communities online, even on radio if need be. A lot of work to get done, and I appreciate your help. If you can help us in doing all this, I need to hear from you. Now, you can use our website. You can find out about the church project from there. You can also support the radio program from there. And I'd appreciate it so much. If you can mail a check, make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowee, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. That's 24319. Once again, make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Mail it to Post Office Box 510. Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowee, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. And until tomorrow, may God richly bless you. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. 
That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.